commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! Grex is entering the building. Where is he? Let's get him in here. <clears throat> Good evening. Hey, Grex. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Grex Kondak, and you're listening to Go Well News. Your Hornet News Service providing in-depth coverage of the latest stories from every sector of the galaxy. Welcome to another special edition of Endor Canada. This week, the news team reviews Endor episode 9, Nobody's Listening. We now go live to the CW newsroom to join us, Ben Grant and Adam. All right. Thank you very much, Grex. And yeah. he's gone. That guy gets out of here in a hurry. You know, he really yeah. just sort of just lays it down. Gets me psyched up yeah. for this episode. Every episode, I might add. And then uh, he's gone. Uh-huh. He's gone. He's already yeah, in his... Uh, yeah. Grex-shaped dust cloud. Ash, I think he, that's where he went. Yeah. I mean, but he didn't even take his ship. He just got into an escape pod and just blew out. I don't understand yeah. what it's about. Well, uh, it's good to have you. Uh, said have ship and not something else, but we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, great to have you here. Thanks for listening to Core World News. Let's talk about uh, this is episode niner. So, oh, yeah, the great niner. And this was yeah. going to be with all of our um, super intelligent hive mind and me leading the charge. This is the third episode of the third arc. So there's going to be a jailbreak and all this stuff is going to happen. And none of that happened. I, right. It's yeah, like, I, you, you know, it's other people <laughs> had that, that idea too. And I was, I was like, no, it's going to, we're going to take one more episode. We get right. a slow right. burn right. with Andy circus. It's got to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> no, you're, you exactly got it. You're, happened. you're, you definitely want it because I was also with you, Ben, because they had yeah. set up the precedent math. They, they, they did the thing that the rule of three is and broke it, which is exactly the best way to do that is, you know, yeah. you set up an expectation, you do it twice, you're supposed to do it a third time and you don't do it. And boy, does that get a reaction out of people? Well, the I feel like the <laughs> Stephen Schiff episode was like an interstitial episode, almost. Like yeah. It, yeah. It was kind of this, I don't know, this uh, ah. point of potential for all the storylines, mm-hmm. uh, a, a catch up mm-hmm. space, a fireside chat, if you will. Like and then. We bl- we explode back sense. into this crazy you know prison narrative, which is awesome. Right, and then we're gonna spend three full episodes in the prison. That makes that makes a lot of sense. I like that. I like that approach. Yeah, um, I'm glad. I'm glad we got to spend more time. Well, glad is the wrong word. I appreciate it. I'm depressed and sad and anxious, but that's what this episode I think was supposed to make me feel. <laughs> well, be sh- before we go down that roller coaster of enjoyment, <laughs> um, I'm yeah. burying the lead here. Adam, it's great to have you back. You missed oh. a double head. Oh, yeah. Talk about being Thank glad. You. Glad to see Adam has returned from Tasio Moon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to be back. To bring us all Thank some nice uh, sparkling yeah. clothing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to put you under the gun here, man, but um, you missed uh, Tales of the Jedi and uh, you missed yeah. episode eight, Narkina Five. Was yep. the last one Narkina Five? Gosh. I yes. have no grasp on That's time right. anymore. Yeah. I don't have anything to add about your coverage of the, of the Andor episode, mostly because I, I, I want to comment on something, but it'll tie into what we're talking today, so I can kind of just talk about it then. Um, Tales of the Jedi, I agree with everything you all said. Uh, I the I just two things that I want to kind of hit on real quick is that the episode I agree with everything. I the the Dooku stuff I loved, like the Dooku episodes were just amazing. The Ahsoka stuff, I always will love Ahsoka. I always love watching Ahsoka. The episode with and training Soka, I will say, um, I get it. I get why it was popular. I'm kind of done with the abusive mentor storyline to make someone be effective. I think it's a trope that can kind of just go away yeah. now. Uh, the way whiplash did it, 
did it as probably as best it could be. And now we'd never need to do it again because I don't like this idea that if we torture someone long enough, they'll turn out a genius. Yeah. <laughs> so love. I kind of, I kind of bumped it's up against like that episode a little toughest bit. Toughest of tough yeah. Love yeah. approach, which. Yeah. Yeah. Not, which is bordering on just, abuse. Yeah. Friendly sort of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. High devotion. But again, he turns into Darth Vader. So I'm like, so I'm also like, I get it. Like, do you, like, right. do you know what I mean? Like, I understand that story. And, and so I don't think it, I, I think the story makes a lot of logical sense. I just didn't particularly enjoy watching it. Uh, and then everything you said about the last episode, I, I can't agree with more. I just, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm sorry between both of you. I don't mind fiddling with Canon a little bit. <clears throat> um, I, but when you were, when you were, Doing that to when you do that and you not in order to, but when you do that and you paper over really incredible characters and characters that are representative of of groups uh, that are not all that represented in media, it, it just leaves a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth, I guess. You know, I, that's kind of what bummed me out a little bit. Um, and Filoni's done that before in terms of like he's very precious about his own canon. He did it at the very beginning of the Bad Batch. I don't know if you, if you don't remember him messing oh. with canon then yeah I, so i don't remember the details of this but i read about some of them um but yeah, yeah. so it's with it, he was pretty loose with the interpretation of how canon's uh, master died right yeah we had talked about it um i think we talked about probably you can go back and listen to our, our coverage of the first episode of the bad batch because i think we did hit on it then but it's been it's a little foggy but i remember that discussion of yeah exactly so yeah so when it's his characters and he's doing his own thing he kind of will just do what he kind of wants with i mean so katano is essentially he invented that character right is that yeah that's his yeah. character in okay. terms so of the, yeah he clearly has carte blanche but the thing is is that he's steamrolling other characters <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I guess, but it's already steamrolling other authors. I, I still just have, you know, listen, I'm positive about everything. I enjoy everything. I, I think yeah. Loney's a, a singular talent and I'm glad he's involved, I, I, you know, for a lot of reasons, but mostly he's tied at Lucas, but he's a real fan. Like he really understands Star Wars. Mm -hmm. level, not a lot of people. Yeah, he's like the patron saint of Star Wars right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's fantastic. I didn't, I didn't like Tales of Jedi almost at all. And I mean, definitely the last episode just like put a bad taste in my mouth because it just like it just steamrolled a great piece of canon and i'm like are we paying attention to canon or not and i really enjoyed yeah. the like i was one of the first like one of the few people i don't know i was on the the team that was like it's okay that we make all of expanded universe legends that makes sense to me yeah for a lot of reasons yeah. and i was excited to have true synergy in the new canon and the fact that like for some reason filoni is like immune to this I, I yeah, it 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 grinds my gears. It just uh, it it just puts sand you. in in, like, the, in my program. Aside aside from the Ahsoka canon crisis, and we don't need to relitigate that. I feel like, I mean, I mean yeah, Ahsoka is going to yeah. evolve in so many ways in her series that she's getting. That I'm sure you know a lot will be remedied from that. Um, I didn't. The, I didn't like Dooku stuff. I really want to hear what Adam thinks about the Dooku stuff because the Dooku stuff to me was like, like we got a lot of progress within the the actual like yeah. the the histories of the Clone Wars and why it all happened, why he turned, all this sort of stuff. And to me, that was like the deepest I thought story I we've had in animation in a long time. And I and what it, what I did miss from that story was kind of Palpatine and Dooku's first meeting. Yep. That sort of that's kind of what I felt like was missing. It was like a I, gap in the, the history there yeah. where I just wanted to know that part of the story. But 
what we got was impressive, and I loved the uh, the, the first couple episodes with Dooku. I I agree. I was really all in on the Dooku stuff. I think one of you might have said this last week. I I can't remember, but I I kind of wish why don't you just give us six episodes of Dooku? You know, yeah, like like I, I it's yeah. deep enough. I I mean I got so why can't Ahsoka so catch on to it or something like that? Why can't she hear I whispers, mean, follow Dooku? Yeah, that's the story. You know, I don't know. Here, I'll say something. I know we're trying to move away from the Ahsoka stuff, but I'm also like, that character had an entire series for her. She shows up in Rebels. We have her in 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 the Mandoverse. Like, she's got have... a lot of yeah. storytelling around her, and we have a novel that covers most of what we already saw in that thing. But right. Dooku is a character that we've seen very little of, and like that's that's I want the depth of that of like exploring yeah. lesser known characters. And that's the um, thing is that I, we got yeah. very large turning points, but no real depth to, uh, for me. Like I yeah. tried to rewatch the Dooku arc, like the three Dooku episodes, and I just couldn't even get through it. It's like it's really tough because there's major like turns. It's like even Mace Windu, like, oh, so he's the rule follower now in this situation. I mean, I will say in the first one, um, the first Dooku episode, when Dooku lights his lightsaber, um, and like, yeah. it's clear he's going to go dark side to to change the situation. Mm. I, I yelled out loud in joy. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. I love, like, I got stoked on that part. I loved it. But like the, the second episode with Mace was so cryptic and weird. It was, I mean, it was like, I don't know, watered down and or like everything's like slow so and moody and paced, but it didn't really like, it didn't hit for me. So if Mason I guess we're going here. Fought, would that work for you? Because like I could have, I could have let yeah. that go. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's uh that the Tales of the Jedi. Uh, it was kind of all style, no substance. Yeah. Um, and, and I really enjoyed the style and like the moment where Dooku erased the files in the Jedi archives. That was weirdly the moment that I like that was yelled out loud. Moment. I almost needed. That oh really? My head was <laughs> yeah, my head like, like, oh, needed that. He got rid of Camino. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm like. But that doesn't do anything, right? Like that—that's not a character development moment. That's not a plot development we, we moment. It's just a—it's a moment for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah, that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, I guess he did that. I don't know. That sort of took a little. It's—it's it's still so cryptic. Like to know what happened to Sifo Diaz. I mean, I, I've watched Clone Wars twice, I, and I agreed. still don't I still truly understand. Essentially, like he was, Dooku was supposed to kill Sifo, and I think instead he just kept him hostage. And to be crazy in a cell for the rest of his life, not really a big yeah. upgrade over killing him. Um, and, you know, and, and that got brought up in the last episode, in the Yaddle episode. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. There's, I, I mean, the Ahsoka trilogy I could live without. That's almost why I want to see the, the the meeting of Palpatine and Dooku. Like, that that crossroads. That's a great story. Those, that's where the yeah. story kind of begins yeah. in a lot of ways. That's the yeah. actual origin of the Clone Wars. And that was the kind of meat I was hoping for. Yeah. It's like, tell us the tales of the Jedi, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, seeing well, Jedi Dooku was amazing and uh, that was great. But yeah, I mean, the, the middle one was really kind of convoluted. It was like it was I think it was supposed yeah. to be about that battle for um, for who's getting the council in the spot on the uh, on the right. You know, I, Jedi that's council. what I took out of it. Yeah. But and it was like, OK, Dooku's still been sort of fringe ethics and yep. and he's actually vying with mace but that like there wasn't it was a very subtext conflict there until the end yeah mm -hmm. I, I part of me thinks like it, 
when we jumped, when they told us what it was going to be, and then I jumped into the episodes, I'm kind of like, so we're going to take two complex characters and tell three 12-minute stories about each. And then to see that they're trying to weave in a narrative, too, because there <laughs> is a narrative in each of these stories. I'm like, part of me is like, if you're going to do Tales of the Jedi, just do Tales of the Jedi, like like similar to like Visions, yeah. which I think right. one of you brought up, too. Like, just do just do six disconnected episodes of, a, of an adventure with a Jedi that, that you can have character moments yeah. in it, but not trying to tell a character, not trying to tell development. It's just felt yeah. kind of slap shot or slap slap. Or, or beta really, tests yeah. like, or alpha tests like new, like new storylines. Let's see um, Darth Nihilus or Darth um, uh, Plagueis, like yeah. a moment with Plagueis or um, who's the guy, the rule of two guy, Darth Bane. Like let's do a I thing think, with yeah. Darth Bane. Yeah, I no. think that would be a really well, fun then, story because he starts out as sort of like on a mining colony, and I guess he's yeah. like just stuck oh, in the mine. Yeah, just like arduous yeah. labor. It's yeah. like a whole then, real arc with that guy. There yeah. is, and then you don't. There's less of an issue with with papering over canon because if you're just telling a standalone single thing, you can weave that through easier, right? Than if you're telling these other things. So I, yeah, I, I, I kind of. Part of it was was hard when I was watching it to not play the I wish we got game, which is which is never a fun game to play when you're watching something. But I kept doing that. Uh, and maybe someday we will. I mean, Visions was a huge hit. They're doing a second season of that. So maybe they'll try something the same. I still think we need shorts. I still think we need to play yeah. around with run times. I think we need to play around with like like I'm not to bring it back to Marvel like we always do. But like Werewolf by Night was not like the best thing ever. But like how cool it. was it that we got like a one hour story of a character like just do that yeah, in star yeah. wars just I, do I, a live action one hour tale of something of awesome. Darth think, Bane. that's yeah. awesome uh, i think at the end of our convo though we said like where where, where else in the timeline would you do a tales of the jedis oh uh, yeah you guys part, didn't mention old republic like, where, where would you go adam do you have anyone in mind yeah i mean uh I, anyone i don't know yeah i unfortunately i was listening to that and going oh that, that was the moment I was like, oh, thank God I wasn't there because I had nothing. Uh, but now I'm here and you're doing it to me right now. Um, I would have thought probably, I mean, I want to see High Republic stuff in, in okay. live action. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's a lot yeah. of those. I mean, it's just, it's so low-hanging fruit, but I really love the way those books are written and just to see kind of the Old West version of that. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I cannot wait for that deployment of yes. High Republic like animation and live action. When mm -hmm. is that going to happen? When's the green uh, light? Post Acolyte. <laughs> Acolyte is a soft. But I'm, uh, is I'm a soft hearing way to get yeah. It. Technically, Acolyte is is the tail end of the High Republic. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then so the back with the reins. Even Lindelof, who just got signed on, is doing a, 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 a trilogy or movies. I guess after the sequel trilogy, right? Right. Yeah. That's that's what they said. Yeah. All right. So yeah. that's not High Republic. So something else will be. Yeah. And allegedly, uh, Acolyte just started filming uh, in Berkshire. Uh, the what's the name of the studios here? Mark, meow, meow. Uh, Shinfield Studios in Berkshire. Okay. Um, okay. So allegedly, that started. So that's exciting. That that will technically be our first live action High Republic story. Yeah. Yeah. Which will be cool. Is that our next? Is that our next series outside of the Mandoverse? Uh, really good question. Um, I think that actually I is answered so. here as well. 
I know I read it this week and I just can't find my notes. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that's going because I know it's Soka's taping, but that's in the Mandoverse. Yeah, so, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean like outside the Mandoverse? Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Man, so Bad Batch is is next, right? That's in December. Um, yeah. Or January, and then. Yeah, uh, and then we have uh, Mando season three. Mando three, and then Ahsoka. Ahsoka, uh, and then. Yeah, and and happily. allegedly, I, I read that um, they haven't started filming and or season two yet. Um, but they're they're anticipating nine months of filming for that. Um, and that's going to so that's going to really? start um, next spring. And then um, you can people are guessing 2024 for Andor uh, episode uh, season two, which is a bummer. I did not realize that. That's a that's wild. <laughs> that's the, yeah. Oh, that's I mean, it took them three years to do the first season. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think they did announce some re- returning uh, not announced, but I think it's just it's 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 known now i guess that uh that the main cast is coming back like we have genevieve o'reilly okay. diego luna they're they're all coming back yeah uh stellan skarsgård i think is coming back so i don't i don't think he's gonna i don't think luthan's story is gonna end until season you know later seasons because obviously yeah. not around for rogue one not around for the the, the, the major rebellion so right yeah we'll see uh, we will see all right, so we digress, but it is good to catch up with you, Adam. You're sorely missed, um, and it's good to hear what you're thinking about that. Um, so Grant has implemented two wonderful new portions of our Andor segments here. Um, the the finale, we as you know, the rodeo roundup. Um, but uh, but now we have the beginning. Yeah, the Morlana drop. <laughs> so it, it's called the Morlana drop. That's right. I love. Yes. All right. So this is the the. Um, succinct uh rundown. no i don't think so because no i think this is it's, a, not, it's, succinct. it's not succinct it's not i'm, I'm trying to capture <laughs> was, the full genius of tony gilroy i'm not you know disney plus's sort of laconic under intense scrutiny while imprisoned cassian makes allies uh plan an impossible escape i think that's like this just doesn't capture it all this is an ensemble right. show right it's an ensemble show we don't know where we're Locking at we just start there yeah, yeah. so it's a so comprehensive so grant's gonna read the summer. entire uh <laughs> filming script out loud now that's right buckle up buttercup um no we'll just do you know just short yeah. summary i'll get through it quickly yeah, yeah. but uh, it will just encapsulate the entire episode <laughs> but also i've you know the character it, there's more intercutting than this summary alludes to there's a lot more intercutting in this show than i think most people can even capture in a summary it's difficult Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The Morlana So this is, of course, episode nine, Nobody's Listening, directed by Toby Haynes, uh, written by Bo Willem. Willem. Um, we start off on Ferrix. Dedra interrogates Bix. Bix yields nothing, causing a frustrated Dedra to ask Dr. Gorst to intervene with a truly sinister piece of technology. An audio headset that blares the distorted shrills of a dying alien species. Gorst activates the device. Bix wails in pain. On Narkina 5, Cassian and his table are mid-shift, constructing another three-pronged cog. When Cassian goes for his break, we see he's tampering with a pipe behind a wall panel. And upon returning to the machine room for the arrival of a new prisoner, Cassian whispers with a fellow inmate about a plot to escape. On the way back to their cells, they learn from Taga that something terrible has happened on floor two. On Coruscant, Mon Mothma speaks before the Imperial Senate. She expresses dissent for the Empire's new security directive and once again calls attention to the Imperial over, to Imperial overreach, but ultimately fails to gain appeal. On the way back to the embassy, Chloris informs Mon that her cousin has arrived. 
At ISB HQ, Dedra shares her findings with her colleagues in Major Partigas. She dismayingly shares that she is unable to learn the name of Axis, but from what she learned about Andor, she thinks he could be part of the robbery on Aldani, given he returned to Ferrix with thousands of credits. She also believes Cassian may return to Ferrix, given his mother is still there. Partigas sees Dedra's logic as sound and this new information as progress. Back on Arkina 5, Cassian and Kino have an impassioned exchange on their bunks. Cassian pushes Kino to tell him how many guards are on each floor, but Kino refuses to take part in Cassian's escape plan. When Mon Mothma returns home, she finds her cousin Vel Sartha spending time with Leda. Vel and Mon join Perrin for dinner, where they endure his patronizing remarks before having a more in-depth conversation away from the family. Vel, Vel questions Mon's involvement with Tay, while Mon asks Vel to act like a spoiled rich girl for a bit as cover. When Mon seems uncertain about what they've done, Vel assures Mon that they've made the right choice to fight the darkness that is the Empire. Back at Cyril's mother's house, Cyril eats breakfast while his mother berates him for ignoring him while stationed on Morlana 1. When Cyril informs her he's been promoted, she changes her tune and exclaims that Uncle Harlow will be pleased. Later, Cyril confronts Dedra outside ISB headquarters and thanks her for the good word that led to his promotion. She tells him she simply gave him a clean bill of health and that he is never to stalk her again. He'll find himself in a cage on the outer rim. Speaking with Tay in her home, Mon Mothma learns she must meet with a shady Chandrillan banker named Davos Skaldron in order to cook her books and avoid imperial scrutiny. During another ISB briefing, Dedra informs the Bureau that a pilot connected to the rebel collaborator Anton Krieger has been captured and interrogated. The pilot said Anton is planning a, to raid a power facility on Spellhaus. Dedra cleverly asks to stage a crash with a dead pilot inside so Krieger won't get spooked. Back on Narkina 5, and after another grueling shift, Ulf suffers a stroke and a medtech is called to assist. Unable to help Ulf, the medtech euthanizes him. Kino and Andor ask the medtech about the event on level 2. He tells them a worker from 4 was set for release, but was instead cycled back into a work table on level 2, and that's when there was a rightful unrest, and the entire floor was shocked to death. Around 100 prisoners dead. Kino takes this news the hardest as he's been following the rules, while the prison system he serves is willing to break them. Ordered back on program, Kino and Andor leave the Skywalk. Feeling betrayed, Kino gives Andor the information he's been asking for. No more than 12 guards on each floor. Roll credits. Yeesh. So much yeah. going on there. Thank you, Grant. That was fabulous. Um, <clears throat> it got better yeah. at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a lot to wrap your noggin around. There's like so yeah. much. I was like, is there going to be another scene? Is there going to be another scene? As I was watching um, this episode and each yeah and they're, they're just kept being more and it's so intriguing and so heartbreaking at the same time um this was really like you really felt the trauma and the brutality of the sort of unchallenged authority of the empire in this episode yeah, yeah. Like, i really felt terrorized in this episode yes I, well yeah this kind of wraps into what i wanted to say about the last episode into this episode is like the last episode was focused on the individual terror and trauma of being imprisoned because Diego Luna is too good of an actor and his face uh, during most of the last episode when he's yeah. kind of just being exposed to everything and the just like thousand yards stare or like traumatic like stress look on his face as things are happening I found very upsetting and <laughs> way too realistic for someone just thrown into a prison basically without that any really reason is why. Some of the most unsettling imagery yeah of that it, it, it's yeah it really bummed me out uh in a good way uh and then this episode it gets into the fact that just everyone like it, it just gets to the macro level of just the machinery and just it's just 
depressing. <laughs> but again, really good. Like Carly and I finished the episode and went, oh, that was <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Let's and they never were like, go to prison. I, I know. But 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 Carly's like, but I still really like it. I'm like, no, no, I really like it, too. <laughs> yeah. But it's like it's like, it's like those it's like those episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's like those episodes of the Americans that you need that are sometimes were really, really heavy and, and hard to watch. But it definitely captures important. the spirit of, you know, George's earliest work, you know, THX 1138. Like it mm-hmm. captures mm-hmm. that sort of prison system, full authority, authoritarian control. It, it's brutal. Like this is brutal. Like the torture yeah. prison system. It's the worst. Uh, never want to be an imperial prison. Uh, uh, so, yeah, don't. Ne- hopefully that never happens anywhere yeah. here. Anywhere just, around yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. And just to be safe, let's never tell anyone where our space station is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Fantastic stuff. I mean, I guess, you know, we could go towards the beginning. I mean, yeah, obviously, like just probably the most uncomfortable portion was the torture. Was the like, it's like, oh, we captured the mm. dying screams of a chit a species that's being eradicated and but Uh, we really captured the children because their dying screams were the most like and and you felt it i mean they gave us a good like uh, six or seven seconds of bix colleen silent wearing the heads headphones i thought that was just a brilliant part to just show her like in like show her Mm -hmm. face up super tight sweating processing and then just the most gut-wrenching scream you've ever heard um sort of like truck in yeah like, yeah the camera pushes into her face yeah it's extreme close and then it is uh, brutal it triggers the headset yeah oh that oh, yeah just brilliant acting um yes uh, in that scene but i think uh uh adriana adriana juna's i think performance in that scene i think is probably the best performance it probably won't be in our roundup uh as best performance but i would i would argue that, that i think that's the best performance can, can i just next to next to the andy circus stuff it's yeah. just unbelievable that's just mind-blowing and i have yeah. to say my second watch through i watched uh catherine hunter as edie karn um mm-hmm. and yeah like, don't, don't so sleep good. on her performance so like, good every like she's caught in lies and she just oh she plays to her me part that was like the, that was universal oh. mother-son sort of story that was really well done oh, and the yeah. dialogue was incredible yeah. crushed by you know it's just like yeah you're lucky you're neglect and like crush me or whatever. Like, I think yeah, I kill me. And then, and then, then the turn so when he tells, when delivery. he tells her he got the promotion, how, oh, yeah. like, yeah. how she, she changed like pivots. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so yeah. organic and fun and great. I, I, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk about the Carnes <laughs> a little later. It's fast. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I just say, I'll just say another name, Norma Bates. This is yeah. just Norma oh, Bates. Yeah. I can't oh, get like Norman it's... Bates out of my head anymore now. No, like that's told, all he is. I yeah. told Jenny, I was like, did you notice he's eating cereal? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like Principal Skinner. It's yeah, he's, really, he's really <laughs> killing that cereal. Yeah. Like, wait, yeah. Wait. yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. great job, son. You just got a promotion. Have some more cereal, killer. Yeah. I just <laughs> I just rewatched uh, American Psycho for another thing I'm doing uh, oh, in yes. a couple of weeks. And I was just like, oh, man, I, I had to watch like two past in like 24 hours of each other and i'm like i'm done oh man oh man i can't wait it, to get into yeah. serial carn later holy cow yeah no but okay. I think it's just it's just a funny sort of like how she thinks about you know the the yeah. optics of her son and uncle harlow will be proud it's like yeah. yeah that's like that's that's just so fun funny to see and i think she does such a does such an incredible job with that yeah role. 
I thought Cyril was lying about that actually just to give him some more breathing room so he could like stay out later. Yeah. But then then we had the really the stalker scene, which I know we're sort of yeah. jumping around here. Yeah, but we'll get like, there. Oh, that's oh. that was yeah, that's yeah. toughest look award. I think that was he looks awful. That was rough this episode. Yeah, it was it so was, great though. <laughs> it was so hard to watch. But again, in a good way. Like again, every time I say this, anytime I'm reacting, well, it's I mean, I mean as positively as you can. But like I think this I think so that whole I think the serial car and Dedra Miro stuff is the stroke of genius of this show. It's sort of like these strange, fascistic, obsessive type A monsters. Yeah. Who are gonna fall in love? Possibly. No. No. That's no. Not, no, no, no. Cyril oh. Karn's gonna no, but Cyril Karn's gonna murder does, her. What this episode does, to be fair, is has um Deidre Romero's like a, attendant hurt, that guy basically mansplains. I mean, and it, it shows it shows how toxic just men truly are in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I know I a caught toxic that. Yeah. Male obsessive stalker, and then it also shows toxic male mansplaining. And yeah, it does both brilliantly in this episode and just shows you how unhealthy the men can be. Yeah. You know? I noticed like here had his like this. It was like his, he was like up jumped episode. He's just sort of like, Oh, I've yeah, got, he jumped it. into the spotlight, took yeah, it away yeah. several He's times from her. Yeah. A little, little too big for his britches. Yep. Yeah. And, yep. Uh, and she, this other guy, this obsessive guy is just devoting himself to her and says he'll be, you know, loyal to the end of his days. And, the, you know, she makes it's just all the creepiest stuff imaginable. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. If and, there was uh, a vacancy for here, then maybe but, she's got someone. But I mean, but I just don't know what she would do. I don't I don't. Yeah. To me, I would think she would both of them and bring yeah. out a woman and be like, I'm done with this. No, I can't imagine <laughs> after that interaction, there's no way that she uses him. In any capacity that would get that he would be anywhere physically near her. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I still think he's going to go. So. I think he's just going to mess everything up for everyone because he's going to go on his own little. He's just going to become the Riddler or Joker and just go rogue. And just yeah. Oh, yeah. Her. Yeah. I think that's probably the best thing. But because my response to both here and Karn was that that Deidre will find a moment to crush them both like the bugs they are. I, mean, yeah. I actually thought like Hirt was a pretty, you know, like he was a, a very helpful, good character up until this episode. And then he's starting to be a little up jumped, which is the way yeah. of a fascist like hierarchy. Yep. But yeah, yeah. this um, is how it's supposed to go, actually. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping dog they show... and it's Darwinistic and it's disturbingly competitive. Yeah. Yeah. So, too, I don't have a lot of hope for Miro just because she's way too good at her job and we don't see her past this series so it makes me a little nervous for her her storyline see i it's uh, we'll get to predictions i think at the end of this episode because i'm already mm -hmm. having some predictions for maybe how where these where these character stories yeah. and um just given how the, the paths are intersecting right now but um, oh, i do want to ask you guys what you think how long you think dead girl will be in the story and what her right. her fate could be We'll um, get to that. I, I also want to say, since we're though, we just oh good, you, I, you and I were both you and I were both going back to Gorse because I'm like, since we're <laughs> that, talking about like like bad men, that, let's talk about Gorse. Grin. Oh, yeah, wow. who smiles what that a perfect much? Casting. A... I meet people like that now and again, and I'm like, <laughs> it's just something. It's just it's just the perfect casting for a sort of torture. Uh, you know, a guy that's like, "Hi, nice to see yeah, you." Yeah, just a welcome. This is gonna grin, be so fun. Yeah. Don't worry about anything. I'm just gonna give you the worst torture. Yeah, the restraints yeah, are more for grinning, your protection. Than... Through it, like it's all through his teeth. grinning, grinning. Yeah, it's just 
It's yeah. terrifying. Is um, this the is kind of building off of this? And I was talking with with Carly. Is this the worst we've seen the Empire or or like or yes. the betrayal? Yeah. This is the betrayal of like the true Empire that has always been hinted at in all of yep. the movies. But like this is it. Like this is the episode where you think like anyone who could jokingly try to like, oh, I wish we had the Empire, you know, those those like people on the internet who are just pro Empire. Like you can't watch this episode and like yeah, like it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. There was that joke account that was like the Empire was right for a while, yeah. and it was like funny. And I think about that sometimes. No way. Because I'm like, Ugh. but um, I, I don't want to even raise that into the general pantheon of like people no. what people are talking about. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I, I mean, short of Alderaan being destroyed, I yeah, you know, that was like a gut wrenching moment, but it didn't have all this like play up into it. Like you never really see how well, bad, like, like it, how bad the could, empire truly. No, is. Well, you could almost write that off. Droid is not threatening. It's like bumbling and looks dumb, and you're yeah. just, okay. Yeah. I guess torture is happening in the room. Right. And, and like, you could like, almost write it. This is true. Yeah, terrifying authoritarian yeah. techniques. But of, Tarkin's pretty terrifying. But that's the, the thing. Like, but you scene, could. But, you, that's yeah. the thing is you can write that scene off on Tarkin and just be like, it's Tarkin. It's Tarkin's obsession. Yeah, yeah, As opposed yeah. to this, like you just correct. see yeah. every element of the Empire from the lowliest low. Like even that torture scene is horrible because they're using torture. Then it's horrible that they um, are using the the voices of dying children, screaming children. Yeah, when that was explained, and, I was like, we're yeah. really going there. We're really doing yeah. this right yeah. now. And that's horrible because they they wanted to steal the resources off this planet. And then it's horrible because all, they, they gave them aliens. the order to yeah. do that. Like, it's just like every level of that shows every they level. They said the species makes yeah. a sort of like pleading noise. Yeah. 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 Oh, that oh, was the was... most disturbing line I've ever yeah, it's, heard it's... spoken. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was yeah. like, that's terrifying. That's alluding to like people like a species that sounds like goats. I'm thinking they're humanoid. I'm that's yeah. what I'm thinking. It's like yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's a scene from the boys that actually it reminded me of, but I'm not gonna get into that. Um, but mm. they yeah, it's it's disturbing actually. That's yeah. just like some disturbing yeah. just line of dial. Yeah. They kind of yeah. just really broke through. Yeah, but I think Adam, you you hit it, it's segmented, right? Like we yeah. have prisoners, so people with no rights, and then we have sort of commoners, which is like Ferrex and all the people yeah. there, and how they're being interrogated and rounded up and done all that. Yeah. And then even among the ISB, like at the the top level of fascism that we've seen so far, it's just worst dog, the worst. dog. Exactly. I mean, you see how they treat yeah. each other, how toxic yeah. they treat each other in the yeah. boardroom, and it's yeah. yeah. And I've never really and, thought and, of it that way, but it makes a lot of sense that they're showing like really. That's why Partagas says, "Watch your back to death." Yeah. Early yeah. On. He's like, and it, then, it gets ruthless up here. And then to government, I mean, we'll talk about the Senate scene, which is so exciting to see the Senate again, but just to visualize it with this way of like basically turning off your speakers, right? Like people are literally turning off their lights when they were didn't want to hear yeah. what Mon Mothma was saying. And I found that scene maybe because of our current political oh, yeah. world. Oh, I oh, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, that, that is the scene that actually I think someone screams long me, live the empire. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that scene and probably because of when that aired and what's going on, the most disturbing of anything in this entire oh, yeah. episode because it felt so real. I've oh, yeah. suppressed so much of this in this episode, and I yeah. yeah. Second time, my favorite, like, di- my favorite line of dialogue may or may not be from that scene. Mm, um, okay, I love that scene. Uh, yeah. I just love seeing the, the Imperial Senate. I've, that's what I yeah, of, me too. Was hoping to see more of in the show, yeah. and we, we're getting a good amount. This is actually perfect amount. Yeah. I'm fine. Um, it's great. Uh, that scene's incredible. Um, 
yeah, I feel like that's great. Um, yeah, I don't Gorst is scary. The device is scary, but like Dedra, I think is really, she sells that scene as truly terrifying. Like just the way she's speaking. Yeah. She's so calculated. Yeah. This is mechanical. It's rote for her. She knows how to like achieve peak terror out of her subjects. You know, we saw it with this like no leave. Um, and I, I forget green sweatshirts guy's name. Um, who's now going to be killed, which is terrible because yeah. um, he was a favorite. But let's like leave him there and be like, why are you leaving? You know, just she knows how to evoke the most terror. It's strategic for her. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I have predictions about that as well. So we'll, well talk about how that scary because... is it when, you know, after that first shift on Arcana five, well, obviously we see Cassian planning to escape but the whole, you know, sh the shiv in the panel and all that stuff. But um, yeah. yeah, just how crazy is it when they start hearing about some sort of event on level two and they all start freaking yeah. out on the skywalk and the doors are both shut. So all the people are on the skywalk in that moment. Yep. Yeah. And then there's yep. a great payoff to that later with a, just like, like a passing line of dialogue That's... where someone says they yeah. fried, they fried them on the skywalk or something like they fried them on the bridge basically. And I'm thinking that's, these people, they're passing through those they're bridges, on the both bridge. teams yeah. all the time yep. throughout the day. Day shift, night shift. Right. That's that's yep. who's passing. So if they're ever in yeah. that corridor, that's a that's a place where the Empire could immediately shock everyone. That's that's kind of what I took as happened on level. They two. do it there. They can also do it on the and floor. That was a terrifying the, feeling. They can that do was, it anywhere because they can also do it on the floor of the uh, of the room. Like, but I, you guys yeah, no, absolutely. Was in the bathroom. It, it was like the the when they said like new prisoner on program and like the, it's like beep beep it's like the beeping starts when he's in the bathroom it keeps beeping faster and faster like the rhythm oh, like, yeah like it goes faster he's gotta get yeah, out of i think it's and like then when he gets I, back I think on if the you're... floor it goes back to it's like it goes slower again as if yeah. like it was missing a count on the body count on the heat map or something no i have a feeling that yeah if anyone's not on the floor like that that whole like that oh, i think the bathroom gets so electrified scary. which is like god forbid you have to use the <laughs> Use the bathroom yeah. at the wrong time. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the SNL no, bit. I hope that someone's like, I'll, be, I'll use the bathroom. Regular. It's going to be really quick. It's really, you get shocked every time. Don't go. I, but the other thing I love about that scene, and love is a strong word, but I, I, I respect about it, is like they, they're passing the rumor. I found that scene so stressful because I'm saying, like, what happened on two? What happened on two? Yeah, yeah. And then the lights go out for a second, and I'm like, really yeah. tense. <laughs> I'm also like high in NyQuil, so that's not helping yeah. either. So it's like having a waking nightmare. What's happening? And then, yeah. so, but. Uh, what I love about seeing is you don't really get your answer. You get that like rumor mill, and then yeah. you're still waiting quite a while before yeah. you almost you almost forget about two. And I love it because that's exactly how that would happen. Is like you're a prisoner, you don't get any answers. Like it, it was only because they had that like fortuitous <laughs> moment that the fortuitous stroke. Which I mean, that's the other yeah. thing. That was it Olaf that oh, circus gives? Oh, oh yeah, goodness. Oh, that was so good. I mean, like it wasn't the, like it was some of the best it was, it was just his performance like his performance in that moment was incredible yeah. like falling back in the line and telling everyone, everyone to tighten up yeah and just a rumor yeah, yeah no he's be great. true I mean, he's a not we he's have a superhero at acting with his face and it's just yeah. like so this is like low-hanging fruit for him he just needs to act and be a human and it's like he's so, so expressive good. and like you're just right there with him on everything man yeah he's yeah. it's great circus it's is amazing. so true um yeah. yeah, and yeah, you're right, Adam. It took him like four, you know, prison scenes to really get it out of them. It was sort of like, oh yeah, they all died, and then people were like they all died. It's like we don't know anything, and then they do know something from um from the yeah, who's just like it actually confirmed. Yeah, 
yeah, he's you think about his job, man. He's just putting Dude, people out of I, episode, that was, I think he was one of my favorite characters in the episode, the med tech. Well, that's like the last yeah. scene, though. We'll get there. We'll yeah, get there. he has a name. Uh, Dr. Rush Rasiv is his name. Uh, Adrian yeah. Rollins plays Dr. Rasiv. Okay. Doesn't it feel like he just spends his day euthanizing people? Yeah. 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 And, and he, he's and like, he, he knows. He knows, and he is so broken. He's like the most broken person I think we've seen in this entire. Yeah, because he knows there's no getting out of there. He's like, I'm. This yeah. is the rest of my life is just euthanizing yeah. people. And yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's where they end up. He's like, just like, yeah. he's I mean, broken so by what he's seen too. I mean, they yeah, yeah. they kill. We're everyone. talking about this right now. Like they're so are they killing everyone or are they shuffling everyone or both? It's they like if you. Mistake. Yeah. So yeah, it, they, they just put you back into the system somewhere. It is it a system a different floor. Because that's just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they made a mistake. I think they, so. They were putting someone out for release. Someone cycled them back in, and then obviously, once people hear that this guy no. set release and came back in. So I yeah, I think the mistake is they, I think that's what they're doing on purpose. That there's that you don't actually get released. You get moved to a different floor. The mistake sure. was there's a filing mistake where they accidentally put him on the floor where people knew him, and so. They caught yeah, he on, was on really quickly. Four and he went to two, so I think that like the hand signal stuff is what. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was like, yeah. And that's and that what outed not... him, and then they're like, "Well, I guess you all die." Yeah. Oof. That's crazy. Great, really lighthearted, fun Star Wars episode. Super dark. Well, yeah. I, it's, it might be, Guys, this might be the darkest hour of Star Wars. Actually, once we get our, our locked in phone attack position, I have some yeah. wild theories that go, delve in a dark direction. That I will oh, say, we'll get there, we'll it, all right. Looking forward to we that. We gotta go to the Senate scene. We're 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 in the. Well, hold on. I want to talk about I want to talk about Cassian for a second in that oh. in those scenes because I loved how in the last episode you could see him clocking everything that was happening, but he was still terrified the entire episode. And we jump to this episode, and he's just already in like mid scene planning the escape i love the fact yeah. that he's just like that's who cassian is like once he's like settled in he's like nope i'm gonna figure this out like he, just, he you know which is we start he has more to see the cassian than... that we meet. yeah the amount of anxiety yeah. he has is just unfair it's it it's painful to watch at times i'm it, like he it has is. always been a rat in a maze like always he's always yeah. been stuck yeah like trapped in the gutter and it's just like yeah. and and under surveillance and monitored and he's always just hiding he's, i'm like he never he never just gets to flaunt his stuff and be yeah. out and about like he's always being hunted it's that's just his use that metaphor he's the rat that's also constantly chewing to get his way out like yeah, like yeah. he just doesn't yeah. sit there like yeah. i here's another random question that carly and i noticed and love to get your thoughts on it so when they do on program Everyone puts their hands way behind their heads, interlocking. Yeah. Do you know do you that scene does every time? It, he doesn't interlock him. He just touches his he head. He doesn't. He barely touches, like, above his ears. He's the only one who does that. Yeah. And I'm like, is it Diego Luna doesn't have full motion, <laughs> which is possible? Like, he might have injuries that he's not able to do that. But I think he's pretty physical in the last episode. Or is that some weird character choice? Is that, like, his own little defiant moment? Yeah, he's always like, pushing at the edges of, of yeah. the authoritarian control in the system, right? He wants to know where there's there's weak points, right? He's trying to find weak points all the time. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to critical hit the empire. Like I get it. Where he's just yeah, he has the natural skills from his whole upbringing to to critically hit the empire. Right. Yeah. Just that weird. I just keep noticing. I noticed it since last episode. Yeah, 
and they, I'm sorry, I'm watching the episode going, and he's doing it again, and it's just so fascinating. He's the only one who That's doesn't put his hands in walking behind his head. Yeah, I think yeah, I'll watch did. next time. Yeah, I thought they all yeah. kind of did that, but I get, I think you're right. Maybe. Well, I just like how the yeah, I don't. Know. I just like how the rebel characters speak out when they feel abused or insulted, like yeah, including Melch, uh, mm-hmm. Cassian. Like you know, not putting his hand on his head, his head telling Skeen, like throwing away the milk when Skeen tells him to drink it. Like, and then, you know, uh, uh, Vel uh, telling Perrin, no one calls her tedious, like in a kind of, yeah, I thought a mm-hmm. kind of aggressive way and like, and it, in a really uh, strong way that I was like, this is yeah. great. Like, I love the rebel characters being real rebels in their personality. Yeah. Yeah. I That's love- a good, let's transition then. Let's talk about, let's talk about uh, the, Shandrillans. The Vel Vel Sartha? We should have put that. Yeah, all of them. All I the Shandrillans. Like we got her very early too. I was like, yeah. Vel Sartha. Of course she's Chandrillan. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because Mon Mothma, Vel Sartha. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think we get her full name early on. But uh yeah, when when that reveal happens, so. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um fantastic. I mean, Lita is insufferable, but it's nice <laughs> to see that like interaction between Val and um and Lita and you know he lets me do what I want. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh and the, yeah and then you get that look from Val. It's just like oh, it's just like this yeah. is your life. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. To me, that yeah, is like it's a it's a symbol though, almost like were they at not one point just a unaware sort of spoiled young child, you know, like themselves. It's almost like maybe this is sort of a symbol for what they were once, what they were once were or a part of them at least. And, uh, and especially with the line from Mothma to tell telling Val, you know, be a spoiled rich girl for a bit. Go, go back to yeah. that, you know, just for a little bit as cover, obviously for your rebellious, you know, your true self. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause Mon cares about Val and, yeah. wants um, wants them to be safe yeah and that's the that's what what's supposed to happen right there it's great right. are we roasting Perrin so now are we <laughs> i i do i want to say one more thing about i want to say one more thing overdone about vel. one more thing before the Perrin roast okay go. yeah yeah which kind of blends into it but i'm glad vel i like vel also just like puts things on front street and asks the question that we're all wondering is like so what's up with you and tay yeah she's like are you doing and she's yeah yeah, and yeah. Mon's just Which like, please, he... as if I don't have enough problems. I, I know. And I'm like, aw, Mon, go get some. I just, I just love when Mon's like, worse how than are you doing? Miles. She's like, things are happening. There's risk. I'm going to say that from now on. Whenever <laughs> anyone does <laughs> now, I'm doing it. Yeah. Things are happening. I like that. Risk. There's risk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nice. It's like, just so cool. Just great, like, spy dialogue almost. I just, I really so love true. the dialogue with the bell. All right. Parent roast. <laughs> Uh, the worst. I mean, the worst. worst character of all time. Would like, you rather have a dinner with him or Gorst? I don't know who gets the toughest look award uh-huh. because, uh, like, wow. Yeah. Just yeah. anyone holding someone to some antiquated societal sort of like norm of some ancient, you know, Chandrillan heritage. Like, come on, like, be better. Like, I don't know. It's just. No, that's yeah. just who he is. He's lived that long with Mon, and he's still that terrible. It's like, all right, well, there's there's also a line in well, I think it was the last episode when they're at the party and Tay. I think Mon says to Tay something like the idea of like, oh, don't you remember the Firebrand parent? Like, um, yeah, 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 who like used to be the worst of us. Like, it's just so depressing about someone who's just 
I mean, it's just it's like it's like the hippie, hippie baby like boomer who turns into a conservative in the eighties, right? Yeah, like it's exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, because well, it, it was probably cool to root against the the republic. You know, like when yeah. you really look at the history, it's like it's easy to root against the republic and uh, the Clone Wars and the, the the invasion of so many planets and systems and uh, sort of like. Uh, republic control like direct control over certain sovereign sectors like that's it's yeah. easy to be a counter culture sort of like hippie at that point like that's pretty easy and then a political activist as well and all that stuff yeah like, that and sense. it's like oh wait no i love being rich at the but, yeah i, I really care. do think guys i really do think this is i'm just going to dive into this dark idea i have right now which is right, do i it. do think he could be evolved in like an eyes wide shut sort of like emperor's you know, uh, acolytes of beyond sort of like cult that like hangs out in the most lavish sort of penthouses of Coruscant and hosts these kind oh, yeah. of like wild galas that like, dude, if we get a masquerade or like something, and, like, I think parents Those might weren't be galas and have some that. deep, dark connections yeah. to like that sort of stuff, because <laughs> I think that have. scene is at the very top. But like, I don't know if that's validating for weird conspiracy people I mean, of like today, uh, but that are everywhere and looming uh, all of this. But um, I, but to sure. me, it's like it makes sense given it's a fictional space, and this is like, of course, the dark sorcerer, you know, controlling this government. You know, like I, to me, yeah. it's like, yeah, I think you almost need to yeah. show the emperor because at this point, like the audience needs to be given a direction of how we think about the emperor. Because right now, we're all just thinking he's like in his cloak, like being spooky and giving orders to like Wolf Yularen and it's kind of like comical. Like I almost think like, tell us how to feel about the emperor, like in this setting, but I don't need to see that. Like, how does that I love that so echelon, much. Man. How does that upper echelon act basically? And is Perrin a part of it? It's because in the setup odd, of Slime right? War, like yeah. we hear Slime War's name very early. Oh, <laughs> Tell me this is not connected deeper to some deeper sort the of false promise of slime or so like the yeah. way we, how surprising would it be to get that where it's like, first of all, I'd love to see more. This as much as I this hate Perrin, I'd love to see more of him, but to see it in like a yeah. sex yeah, magic yeah. cult, like that's how yeah. they develop like yes, the upper echelons of the empire. Period. Yeah, that's it. And you're, yeah. it's like, it's his POV and there's like, yeah. oh man, that would be mad yeah no, that guy's 100 percent. i love at, it well, i don't know maybe yeah. i yeah i think it's just you know they're just they're just a dark magic cult that collects you know things you did goes out to the outer rim and collects rare artifacts you know they don't they don't do anything too i mean obviously they kill hundreds of I millions just, of i want to say so much people. but i don't want to get us an e but yeah <laughs> let's get an e on this one i don't care they, <laughs> no i mean it makes sense though because we see the upper echelon with through mon's eyes and her pov of the rebel yeah like yeah. what is it like let's to be see a yes the dark upper, i agreed yes. which which would work for the show because the show loves to tell parallel storytelling lines and yeah. perspectives right like last episode where you just showed um uh uh, they've already shown Perrin being promiscuous. Yeah. To, they've set up yeah. everything for the eyes wide shut thing, a uh, direction. Yeah. The story, honestly, oh, everything I look yeah. at here, I'm like, oh, we're going to the cult with the emperor as the yeah. grand master. That's so filthy. But... I don't think he'll, he'll show up, but I think no, he's a good there, but Sly more uh, appearance was yeah. name dropped, basically. And I think that's oh, yeah. what it leading it. And she's like, I don't know, doing some some part of the ritual. I don't know. Checkoffs. <laughs> 
Ninth party. gate level. Check off Slymore. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't put it past. I mean, this show is really going there with a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to go there, there, but like not, highly imply like a weird, like a weird, like party. That's like, yeah, like as dark yeah. as this prison gets, but for eyes wide shut and like ooh, this prison shows, obviously not the wire or Oz. It's not getting that crazy. It's just, it's, I mean, it's showing it in a terrible way. It's terrible. It's dark. Ooh, like it's bad, but you know, I got think, real close to a full frontal nudity be, last episode. It could be a, not not so explicit. <laughs> it doesn't need to be explicit. There's some there's some quick cuts in that shower scene last episode. Which shower scene? <laughs> it's Which all shower? it's all the it's in the prison. They cut to the scene. Oh. I swear this is not I swear yeah, this is yeah. not Nyquil. Yeah. No, there's a couple where I'm like, that guy, you can see down to his knees, but it's so out of focus that you can't see anything. But that guy is fully nude. And they cut right before you can see, uh, right, right before you can see um, uh, Schmeagel's butt. But the show name. has constantly had, <laughs> like, implied sex throughout the show. Yeah, it is. The so I don't understand why they couldn't yeah. just imply it with Perrin and exactly. this strange cult yeah. at the top echelon of power in Coruscant. I don't. I don't. That yeah. could be very simple. I think it's very simple. It doesn't have to be as dark. Oh yeah. No, just just a feeling. Just implicit. Imp- as implied. Easy. Yeah. And I yeah. hate myself for saying this, but I think I. I could imagine a not full redemption arc, but a pseudo redemption for Perrin where at like sort of the last minute he realizes how great his wife was and how wrong he was his whole life and maybe gives his life to, I don't know, know, push her out the door. (laughs) Really? You're on for you're you're one for preparing redemption. I know. I mean, we are, we are coming from Star Wars. I I can't go on that train. This character is, I cannot wait for this character to go. I'm like very excited, but I I want him to know at the end how, like who he was married to and, and floundered all that and took it. Yeah. That needs to happen. I I agree with that. He needs to know that Mothma is like this Titan of this nascent rebellion. And like, do we live? No. And was so, yeah. Yeah. Do we know the timeline of Mon Mothma's, leaving the Senate and becoming a full-time rebel. I think uh, it's like two or three just before uh, her appearance in rebels, I think, but believe I think it's mid rebels. No, yeah, it's during. Rebels, okay. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think, so we might get some of that then in season two. Right. And so if that's, that's like, the case, oh, I like want to three or four years I, away I, from that, I think. Right? Yeah, which was which would be season two of the series, and I wonder if Perrin gets hoisted on Petard, where he just feels like, I wonder if he thinks he's immune because of all these like parties mm-hmm. he's having with Sly Moore, and then suddenly he's just like, <laughs> well, we don't know if he's always having these parties. I was just just a theory. No, but I mean, even just the dinner know. parties, not the sex magic parties, but even yeah. just the dinner parties, right? <laughs> like all the connections <laughs> he's made. Yeah, and and he might just he be clearly, like, yeah, clearly feels indestructible right now. Yeah. And there's going to be a moment where they're like, no, your wife is a rebel. You're not going to prison for that. For ho- like, like he, like yeah. there might be a cut where we just see, uh, we might see Perrin in, <laughs> in the factory. Perrin in late prison. Or, yeah. Or like just getting yeah. killed. Like if, if, I mean, as yeah, soon as she up makes killed. that announcement, or that could be a death sentence for like, her family. Yeah. Or someone, if gets, they're not dead already. Or the ISB could make an, uh, the empire makes mistakes. I mean, someone could go to Mon Mothma's apartment yeah, and spy on her, like the cleaners and Michael Clayton, but then like they kill Perrin or something. You know what I mean? Like, and then she, yeah, gets, uh, for sure. she gets to like blow that up in the news nets and all this sort of, sort of stuff. And then she gets to go on a little bit longer undercover as a sort of rebel, you know, like, yeah, 
I there's mean, ways to there's ways to do some fun parent stuff, so it doesn't always have to go towards. Wow, that's way more parent than I thought we were going to talk about tonight. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> of all the that's characters too much in parent. this show, that's too much parent. Moving on, we got to move on from parent. <laughs> oh man. Um, um, all right. So the stalker scene is after that, um, and we talked about it a little bit. Uh, Adam, did you say you had some sort of um, uh, Cyril Karn stalker prophecy? No, I mean, I just that he is they're 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 setting him up to be Norman Bates. I mean, and mm. so he's he's going to end up killing uh, a a woman. I, I, it's just I mean, that's with the way this show is going and the way they're setting him up. I, it's either going to be I, I think it's going to be Cassian's sister. I have. Um, a th- uh, yeah. yeah. What I are your. Th- no, you go for it. Go for I it. have a big theory for Shilkarn. Um I I have to think he is going to become Dedra's number two. I, I just really? I don't know. I hate that idea because right. after the stalker scene, it's like, what a creep. But after seeing Hurt sort of like steal the spotlight from her and she's this the the possibility that Karn could be just a dog on a leash. You know, it's like, yeah. to me, that's uh to me, that could be what she's thinking as well. And therefore, uh, I could very well see a scene where maybe Dedra is. He has Luthen gets access. She's got to get access at some point. Maybe she gets Luthen at some point, but kills him or something, mm-hmm. takes him out, and then or or she wants to bring him in, but then uh, you know, Cyril also wants to bring him in. Like that could be this doggy dog thing could happen, or she kills him and then he sees that the system is just not justice. There's no justice in the system. Like he needs to lose, he needs to understand there's no justice in this system. That's yeah. what he needs that needs to be burned in his brain. He needs to understand that the Empire is not serving justice. It's tyrannical and it's fascistic and it's wrong. And he needs to see that and he needs to break him. And then he needs to maybe kill Dedra or kill himself. I don't know. Something. I, I think I think the broken. killing Dedra is I think I think he will then if that's the way it's going, which I think it makes a lot of sense, yeah. he will then see Dedra as, as just a part of the empire, like yeah, a, yeah. a and, symptom of the empire. Wow. And, and see the empire's sickness. See it firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's actually what I thought too. I, I was thinking actually that like you know, we had thought at the beginning that he would have this sort of rise through the empire, but it's like, I think it might go the other way where yeah. it's like, it, this is the most sycophantic, like he's the Riddler. Empire like, I'm, I'm almost thinking he's the, he could, he could either be the Riddler and be on the outside. I want, I'm thinking he's going to go in. Cause I'm like, the suit is just all this foreshadowing for eventually yeah. the Imperial suit is going to be like that new car. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's, to me, that's just yeah. the setup. But if he's on the outside, he's the Riddler. Like, he's like, wow, there's no justice in this system. Or I'm going to be a vigilante, go all the way to the end with this hunt, and then I find out there's no justice in this system. Yeah. Yeah. That's because I was thinking maybe a different path, but ending up the same way where he he does end up in that box in the outer rim. And he's sort of like, all I ever wanted to do was serve the Empire, but he just keeps getting kicked down, kicked down. I mean, he's a terrible person. But it's like, of course he's going to keep pursuing and mm-hmm. then, like, I think Deidre is going to be like, OK, now you're gone, like you're gone. And and all of a sudden he's there railing and he's in a prison in the Outer Rim and like in and, and wondering where he went wrong. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think that would be a fun outcome for this, too. It's just sort of like, oh, you think you're on the right side. But what if you're really on the wrong side? This right. Is what, see what yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah, that needs to happen, I think, to that character specifically. But, yeah. Um, Tay, Tay Colma, I think. I, wow. I love Takeoma, like uh, Mon talking to him uh, about, you know, meeting Davos Skuldron, uh, mm-hmm. which 
Ooh, can't wait to can't all, wait to beat that character. We're all excited yeah. to beat this character. So yeah, shady, so CD, Chendril and Banker, I guess. Right. This is this is huge. This changes um, the complexion of the show completely. I think for me, the fact that they're going to enter the scum and villainy gangster aspect yeah, into the get her hands a yeah. bit dirty. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like a pillar yeah. of Star Wars, right? Like yeah. yeah. In, in a way, the sort of, you know, the, the seedy underbelly so of the Empire. are overtones that it's like, yeah, yeah bring on the gangsters. Like, this will be fun. Yeah. yeah, let's go. So, For sure. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah that's going to be great. I mean, he's like, I can always keep looking. And then they cut. What's interesting so is like, he's like, <laughs> I guess they label him, like, I guess when they're speaking about him, they're like the richest, basically, I guess, finance financier of criminal, I guess. Well, sort. the richest criminal on yeah. yeah richest criminal essentially yeah, yeah. It, it seems interesting too because all she needs not all she needs but she needs what four hundred thousand credits yeah is, i mean is the cost and well, it seems vaguely analog no, i thought she just dollars. took that out and now they're gonna scan the accounts right so they gotta deposit it so she's gotta yeah, put so it back they have in. to deposit four four hundred thousand yeah well you know who has a, you know who suddenly has a ton of money oh uh, luthan rail yeah. yeah, so I I wonder if that's going to be the final solution for that or the final fix for that. Which but it's then too close to connect, the connects them yeah. to the thing. Like they can't have any money flowing out of Luthen. He's the shadow financier yeah. of the but, rebellion. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, all of his money, you know, that's got to go through a separate account to get to actually buy X wings and um, yeah, yeah. AC thirties. Yeah. <laughs> we got to buy the X wing. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget the AC thirties. Yeah. Oh, and also the DC seventy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> also speaking, no Luthen this episode. Right. Yeah. 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 I thought I'd miss him, but again, I, we have just so many heavyweights. Yep. Just yeah, punching at full full strength. It's I don't know. I I loved every performance in this episode, and Andy Serkis, I think, just annihilated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, but, yeah. General prediction: uh, We're gonna have an uprising on Ferrix next episode. Yeah. You see. Oh, you mentioned this too. So when they hang my guy that wasn't in this episode, and I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna try, but remember. Remember, Marva, whose husband was hung in the same spot, has been oh, yeah. walking through there pretending to be a rebel. Like, I, I don't I think we're, I think one of two things are going to happen. We're either going to see a, an uprising or we're going to see the death of Marva, uh, which I don't know with the show, man. They could totally just kill her off and then you get the tragedy of like Cassie and hearing about it and not knowing about it because he's in prison, which would be super yeah. depressing. But well, that total fascist like imperial a captain needs to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah. So. That would be fun. There's so much because now we're invested in all these characters that they've had so much like really great de development. I mean, there might be some plot armor for um, Marva because and not just plot armor, real armor, because um, that was said in one of the meetings, the ISB meetings, which we haven't really talked about too much of those, um, that she was to be kept alive as bait. Yeah. As bait, yeah, which makes sense, which is yeah, yeah. why I mentioned that yeah. and then just kill her off next ep next episode, right? So, right. yeah. Unless they do sense. do it and then they're like, okay, now we have nothing. But then it's... Wait, wait, what, if she, what if she has the same end as Cassian, but it's just kind of smaller scale? Yeah, that'd be great. Like, brings the weapon into the place. To, it's, a, yeah, yeah. it's a shotgun. That's a shotgun she's carrying around. She's rolling yeah. down Rodeo, I mean Ferrix, with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I want to see her deliver a one-liner and just annihilate the guy who's yeah, the, yeah. the commander. The... Blah, blah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's going to be interesting. I mean, they, they clearly are setting her up because, like, last episode, she is not well. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, right. I need yeah. to see so, unhinged. Like, 
Marva. Uh, I can't like, wait to get old and be so weird. Rick's Road. She doesn't walk Rick's Road, <laughs> but she's going to walk it tonight and it's going to go yeah. walk right into that hotel. She's just going to be like, yeah. empires are built on hope. Bomb! Those <laughs> <laughs> petals, doves fly. Yeah. <laughs> this episode directed by John Woo. Yeah. Um, Marvelous. Yeah. Um, anything else? Oh, yo, then there was the whole uh, Addo Krieger. So we, there's a Krieger reference, which was a reference right. to the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Krieger was the one that uh, Luthen Rail was trying to buddy up with uh, Saw Guerrera and his group. Um, apparently one of his pilots were captured. And wasn't this yeah. exactly what Luthen Rail wanted? Was like, he's like, team up with the Air Force to help them. So this is like, it, it's a really backdoor way to loop in Saw Guerrero's group and that, and and, and Luthen Rail's movements. I wonder yeah. if I wonder if this is I wonder if it's a plan to get for the pilot to even be captured in the first. I wonder if Luthen is sort of Ooh. playing through four dimensional chess. With the, yeah, but the maybe ice. just to see what what happens. Yeah, like yeah, would he really allow one of his you know like a pilot? Yes. Yeah, and kill. Yeah, I guess Anton Krieger's guy. So I don't know. I can't speak to Anton Krieger. Well, method, he but. he would want it because it would. He would hope it would be a public death or it was something he could report on. But it was Deidre's yeah. idea to fake the death, um, to make it look like an accident. Yeah, that was that was really cool to see her. So, I mean, yeah. like, God, do you root for her? Like, she's just yes. You do. You do. I do. You do. Eventually, yeah. they're just like you want her to win in those meetings where you're just like, yeah, you have the best idea I, in the room. Go share, share, share. Like, get it out, I, and then I guess you can kind of. It's easier some ways to root because you know the end of the story. Like the the empire loses, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but but you do want her to be successful because just, she seems like just, the yeah. most competent person in the room. <laughs> yeah. I know. She's like, what if we found the ship? If we did it quickly, staged it properly, let it drift into traffic. I was just blown away by just like how she thought out that whole thing. Yeah. And it would have to be towed into Kafreen. And that's the rings of Kafreen, which we saw in Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 One of my favorite locations, actually. Um, And uh, Krieger is a separatist. Okay. We learned that in the last episode that Saw says he's. uh, Refers to him as a separate, an old separatist. So separatist holdover. So there, yeah, yeah. If we see some of that, which I think we will see the the fallout of that that faked death, we might get some battle droids, which would be fun. That'd be <laughs> some awesome. rebel battle droids, which would be really cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I really do want to hear a separatist talk about the transition from the Republic to the mm. uh, Empire, because to me, that's like the ultimate vantage point. It's like you were on the side yeah. against the Republic because you saw yeah. Sor being like sort of favoring the cores and leaving nothing for the outer rim. Like I, that argument is in the tales of the Jedi, the Dooku stories too. And like, I love that. I love that idea. I think it's, I think it's an overtone in the higher Republic. I think it's all over the place. Yeah. It's sort of like the outer rim is just forgotten, yeah. disenfranchised but, and- sort of worlds. And then, uh, and they're left with scraps or they they destroy each other and there's no real like uh, sort of planning or uh, for their survival right. or anything like that from the core. And they're, uh, and then so to me, there's like an interesting point of view from the separatist point of view of like then, you know, the Republic became this sort of military industrial complex turned into the Galactic Empire. Like we were always on the right side of history. Look yeah. at how terrible well, that's the thing. So, yeah. yeah, so they did that. They got they got pulled together and riled up and 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 revolted uh 
basically by the person running the empire or the republic. But anyway, so they get in this war, then they lose, the empire is formed, and now they're much worse off than they were before. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. if you think of it from a separatist standpoint, yeah. Like, anyone that's left has to be like, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, not only did we lose, but they made it worse. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, yeah, no, I think that I can't wait to see. I hope they incorporate Anton Krieger into the story at some point. Um, yeah, I'd love so, to. Yeah. And Pai Mang, I think, is also mentioned. Yep. Uh, another yeah, uh, mm-hmm. catch. So, yeah, I uh, can't wait to see those characters enter. They should be really, I mean, they've, like, all those, they've got all this notoriety before they're introduced. That is so fun. Like, to me, that's that's really fun when you can do that in a really, you know, an interesting way. So I, I, I think it's been, it's just been worked in there. Like, it's just kind of like said in passing or like said quickly at a, a meeting, yeah. you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. and th- their names are just dropped by, you know, Saw, Luthan, Dedra, Partagas. Yeah. Before we see them. I can't wait. Yeah. It's, it's setting fine. up all this anticipation. When, all right, question for you guys. When you heard that they had captured a rebel pilot, did any of you get a tingly sensation that maybe you might uh, see a, a person that you know, a character that, that you've known previously <laughs> in Star Wars? And I'm not saying anyone uh, in particular. I'm just saying no, someone you, you're familiar with. I'm laughing because this is kind of the worst answer. Uh, no, because this show has completely... Yeah. Stop me from ever thinking they're going to tie it into anything else. Yeah. So I, I may have started and then I went, stop it. It's not going to be anyone. The only character. And, but it's going to be a great character. Like my favorite pilot from Rogue One, which is Anton Merrick, who's, I guess, the leader of Blue Squadron. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but like, mm-hmm. the pilot's dead, right? Like, Gorst yeah. got to him and he's like, or I guess he's not dead, but he's like the shell of who he was or whatever. And then they're going yeah. to kill him in the wreck. Right. So, I don't know. I thought it might have been, um, even though he's not quite joined the Repo- the rebellion yet, or been affiliated with um, Ghost Squadron yet, uh, is uh, Lando Calrissian. I was kind of hoping it's like, okay, we've captured this pilot. Um, yes, I'm so sorry, but the pilot was able to shoot his way out of the blah blah blah. Like I thought that might have been the thing. Um, I don't know. You know. I don't want. I don't want Lando interacting with all these nerds. Like Lando has way too much swag for this show. That's the thing. Like off camera, though, when it's did... just like someone just like shot his way out of a, a thing, and like somehow it's like something Calrissian. I guess that would yeah. Because nah, Lando would like thread the needle and, and get away. Yeah. He'd never get caught. Because after that, he gets uh, a contract. He's a sportsman. He, yeah. What about yeah? Like, Jacks the rabbit. What about what about? Oh, that'd be amazing. What about Wedge? When did Wedge leave the? Not till uh, that's all so written. Later. That's all written down. Yeah. So like, I feel bad that I don't have my books yeah. in front of me. But like, yeah, that's that's in. I think. Yeah. After there that. aren't really like, any known his past. There's not really any known rebels existing right now, except for I mean, uh, maybe I, Hera, maybe on her own. Um, but that's it. Hera Syndulla. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. From rebels, but I, yeah, um, I, didn't, I didn't really. I I just thought it would be about uh, whatever. Okay. New yeah, character. fanboy Ben here just chiming in. <laughs> no, I I love that you're keeping hope alive. I like it. Uh, I, like it. <laughs> I know it's just if not, it's going to be a very interesting character though. That's why also the show I'm enjoying the show is like I I just every time like they they do it like a hero moment like when they like introduce um um I can't remember his name today for some reason. Uh, I keep calling him Schmeagle from the from the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, Andy Circus. Uh, I have Kino yeah. Circus. Uh, I just can't Kino. remember. Kino. Kino. It's like Kino. the when game that you play in bars. There you go. 
when they introduce him, they give him like a moment of like, you know who this is. And and I'm like, oh, it's because it's Andy Circus. But I'm like, but then the character is so much better than if they had to tie it into being some other known Star Wars character. I'm like, this is one show where I'm rooting for like, always be a new character. I was surprised they put him back as sort of like an enraged, shouty person. And I was like, don't you want to change it up? I mean, we, we're going to recognize the shout is very yeah. similar to Snoke shouting. Right. <laughs> but yeah. all right. I'm, I'm know, game. He, Let's go. And then turns out one of my favorite characters of all time. Yeah. Loving yeah. Kino Loy. Yeah. Loving the uh, the sort of turn at his his transformation at the end of this episode. And you know what we were all really wrong about? We we discussed his casting, Andy Sorgas's casting, and we were all like, definitely creature. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I mean, you gotta assume. Absolutely, you know, because like that's what he's typecast as. And, you know, that's the kind of subversion I'm here for. I, yeah. I love but, that he's a human carrier. I would like more creatures. I'm on, in this, I'm on Species Watch, and there's just not enough for me. Like, there's yeah. not enough aliens in the show. I mean, no, I, I need more. I, I will say I need a seventy percent increase. In yeah, I agree. Aliens, <laughs> but yeah. I will say we're spending a lot of time in the Empire, and the Empire is not a welcoming. Like, there's not there's like we see like two or three aliens in the background of the party scenes, which yeah. is yeah. a bummer. But I also kind of appreciate it because it was probably very true. Like they're very speciesist, humanist, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. humanist in yeah. that in that so from Gorst yeah. about. Eliminating the entire alien species. Yeah. 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 But it's fascinating. Look it's at the look at the prison. Look at even the prison. There's no aliens in that prison. It's all humans. Yeah, that's that was also interesting to me because I was like, wow. Yeah, which is well, a yeah. statement. Yeah. You could I mean you could explain that away with a like, type is of basically a Zabrik is basically a person with horns. Like I don't know why right. a Zabrik couldn't a be. Pantoran, a, a Pantoran, a chip. A is basically you, yeah, I, it's a blue human. Yeah. Do you want to know? Do you want to know the really grim reason I think that is? Is because I think the Empire was so speciesist that they didn't, that they probably didn't, when they took prisoners that were non-human. I don't think they used them for work. I'm pretty sure they just probably killed them, eliminated them. Yeah, I, mean, like, I think they're yeah. That could be. Let's break it down. My thought was they, that, they like, got this old, particular. They don't have like a strong Zabrak. Like that's I don't that doesn't make any sense. Like but yeah, racism rarely does. I, I mean, I, my thought was more it's attuned to the work and it's easier mm. to control humans. And then when you get different sort of biologies on the like floor, yeah, some floor electricity, some and... people don't, you know, uh, you know, uh, that's true. Maybe there's like a like some Cotunian yeah, might don't not have conduct electricity or uh, yeah, Deveronian like might be like, oh, that felt great. Hit me again. You know, right. Uh, that's true. That makes sense. But I, I mean, it's there's ways to explain it away. But as a fan, where's my aliens at? <laughs> As a but fan, like, I, I don't feel like, like the Mon Calamari and all that stuff too. Like, I need to know when they first, you know, dealt in to the to the Repu the rebellion. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, we saw I, it in the comics, right? There was in the Star Wars run. I think they. Yeah, that's pretty early too. I think too, because yeah. the Vader comics take place like what eighteen BBY or something like. Yeah, it's like well, 16, the second four, sixteen the or second volume. BBY. Yeah, the second yeah, volume of Vader takes place right after uh, yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um, but I just early I, on that they get they they sort of make their choice about the yeah. they they get yeah. attacked their planet gets attacked and yeah I don't know I, don't I guess know. why I'm fascinated by this and I think Ben you're probably onto something is that like that's a choice like it's very easy because someone had to say to them 
throw throw a mask on the guy in the back left over there so there's an alien in the background in the prison yeah mm-hmm. right so like if, yeah. by not having any no, aliens it's there, it's, it's it's a yeah, statement of some kind which yeah. which ben i think you're probably onto is just like that's probably the reason why but i just find it fascinating like yeah like sometimes i just, like I just not, hope it's, it's not a budget just, reason you know I what i mean in this show i don't <laughs> no, think i don't, so. think, it I don't yeah. think it is i i you know um because also when we go to like sagarera's we see two tubes like we see yeah. aliens there like i think like hopefully when we get a little more into like if we get a little more into rebel meetings my hope is if they're smart they'd make it really diverse in terms of of alien yeah. life yeah. Yeah. we haven't seen overt yeah, sort of yeah. speciesism in the show yet but yeah. it's just implied by the prison under the, the surface yeah yeah okay well, I mean, okay that's yeah, it's incredibly dark let's just let's get let's go back <laughs> all to the light. light topics let's go right back to the light guys um, okay and then one of our heroes has a stroke yeah okay uh poor one i I was almost relieved when that happened to Ulf because what yeah. I kept waiting to happen, which is I was just waiting for an uh, a an accident on the line. Me too. Uh, and I was getting I it was like, do you ever one of my things, one of my triggers in TV? Do you know what a mandolin is? Uh, the cooking mandolin, the thing that you use to, sh- to swipe to cut vegetables. Yeah. 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 Uh, I hate those things. Uh, and every time I see them in a show. And I watch horror. I watch the goriest horror movies and will have no reaction. You put a mandolin on screen. It was one like literally last week and Carly's looking at me and I'm just like sitting there like, oh no. Like, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. The only reason I put that is someone's going to slice their finger off. And I just, it, so same thing with, oh, like, oh, I just kept waiting for him to get his like hand stuck somewhere or like, I, yeah. so I'm almost like glad when he just had a stroke, which sounds horrible to say, wow. but I'm like, oh. I know because yeah. they keep upplaying the fact that they have to keep their hands away from that. Maybe that's going to uh, be dude, how they I, kill a, a like a, a guard or something. But oh, it's dude, like I'm, I'm just you. waiting for it to drop. Someone's going to get stuck last, in the machinery. I said it last episode. Yeah. But I'm yeah. telling you, a guard is falling on the floor and his cheek against the ground, and he's going to see the light, and the light's going to turn red, and he's going to yep. get shocked, and his brains are basically going to get like cooked or something. All right. That's a great call. I'm going to go machinery. I think they're going to shove his arm in the machine and they're going to know Ooh. how to like operate I mean, it to we, like oh, yeah. no, the, yeah, pin well, him in yeah, the machine. Here's the wonderful thing. You both could be right. They got 12 to take care of. Yeah. <laughs> but there's only one on the floor when they move people. So, yeah, I don't know. It could be the melee will happen somewhere, but I imagine it'll be through the hallways or something. Yeah. it's going to be, I don't know. Is it next episode or is it, is it episode 11? I think it has episode to be, to be next it, episode. The, the prison break has to be next episode. Um, you don't think that'll be the I grand so. finale? Oh yeah. It has to be the next episode. Yeah. Cause then we have a two parter. That's I think Tony Gilroy's coming back to direct or something. I don't know. Ah, okay. All right. Right. Direct. That makes sense or now more with, the with the plotting than usual. Okay. Yeah. Well, then we have something to look forward to next week. Um, should we round this thing up? We've been we've been talking for a minute. Oh yeah, let's round up. Yeah, a galactic minute. Do you have a name for this section yet, other than um, rodeo it up? No, no, it's not. It's not. It's nothing to do with rodeos because that's <laughs> on Tassio Moon, and we don't go there. Um, <laughs> the that's rodeos on or whatever the, the other planet that's mentioned. Um, I know, but it'll always be rodeo it is... up to me. <laughs> All right, now for our episode nine roundup. Uh, here's our categories for this episode: best shot or the Utini shot. Best <laughs> shot of the episode. Uh, we'll start with you, uh, Ben. Oh, really good question. So this is one that I uh, I don't have an answer to. Um, mm, 
I thought about this actually. I like like looked at this. I studied this for my second watch, and I was like going through. I'm like, one will pop out that will because there's always like the shot, right? There's like, I love a landscape shot. I think I'm gonna go with best shot of the film is the outside of the ISB uh, with Stalker Cyril Karn waiting under the bridge. It was uh, also oh, initial creeper shot Cyril Karn initial creeper right. shot yeah yeah because I love the architecture yeah. it feels real I love that, that it was raining I love that all the like uh characters are wearing um their raincoats they're like old style you know imperial officers are wearing the old style like raincoat thing going on and um I don't know I like that shot that's a great shot great shot yeah Adam you got a favorite shot uh yeah it's the it's the it's the homage shot uh from a new hope so after when when bix is getting tortured and the door shuts the camera pans down to boots going across the floor oh and that's the exact same that's the exact same shot after leia after door shuts when leia is about to get tortured by the by the floating ball droid i only know that because my daughter is maybe watching new hope 17 times in the past week. Good and boy. Am I happy? Because it's a lot that's better than cars. Incredible moving yeah. shot. Like, that's an incredible shot yeah. uh, with the yeah. guard walking out the door and sort of like yeah. tilting down to the boots. That's, yeah. And it's all in one sort of uh, steady yep, cam. Just one, one steady cam shot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, guys, that's an incredible shot. Uh, so, aside from the the trucking into Bix and her sort of emotional reaction in the mm. episode. Mm-hmm. Which was incredible. Just a fun truck. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, I, I, the shot in my background on Skype right now, that Andy Serkis sort of like pushing in, getting full, you know, Kino Loy just in full character, just delivering these really, you know, intense, uh, you know, lines. That to me, that was, I love that stuff. I just, I thought Andy Serkis just reads so well on camera. And yeah. Uh, yeah. That those shots of just him, it just went full Smeagol at the very end there when he finally learns the truth from the med tech and well, that emotion yeah. just conveyed that 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 started the transformation from that character. That was the, I think the the sort of the the big changeover for him. Yeah, yeah. So he he does so much work, <laughs> good work in this yeah. episode. He's just incredible on yeah. camera. Like I, I love to watch Andy Circus. I don't yeah. know. What. Um, and aside from Mon Mothma's car and like Mon Mothma's drip, like I can never get over her speeder. I'm like, Oof, you yeah. never get over those shots. Like, yeah, they're just life changing shots to me. They're just, yeah, shooting through the window at her, <laughs> yeah, like peering like out the window. On, yeah, yeah, chrome blue speeder. Yeah, or yeah, over her valet shoulder, like looking <laughs> in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so. Yeah, the speeder design is amazing, <laughs> and it's pulled straight from the prequels. Like it's in the really, Imperial Senate. Yeah. I mean, that's also yeah, putting so. the Imperial Senate shots aside. So yeah, it's tough for me to really yeah. decide here. But yeah, there's a lot. Kino yeah. Loy stuff really got me in this episode. Um, favorite line of dialogue? Do we have a uh, mm. best line? What do you, What do you have? Uh, yeah, let me pull it up. Okay, it's uh, it's also from the same scene. It's as much as I, I found the Deidre, the Miro and the Bix scene very upsetting. I did love the exchange back and forth. And I love Deidre Miro talking about fishing and all of that in the line of like, you're in my net, Bix. Are you a fish or are you a thief? Yeah. Wow. yeah. I just love the fact that I love when you drop a, a metaphor halfway through. <laughs> like, I like the idea of like fish or thief, you know, there's someone who's. But it's a weird metaphor. Or... Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, are you a rebel, a fish, or are you just a thief? Which I love the fact that she doesn't try to like cram another thing in there. I just, I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed that line. I love pretty much anything Miro says. I will 100 percent be by. I like that. I like that whole that whole piece of dialogue. Yeah. um, At the end, there she's like, the difference between me and them is I try or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness! Like she is the she's the high achiever of this cohort of ISB. Like and the, the total antithesis. Like she's the one that tried. This is actually yeah. the character that I dreamt up for Obi Wan when I heard about that show initially. Oh, that's a good point. I was yeah, like, I this, is this is the sort of totally character that sort of like basically yeah. eventually like sees the Emperor is awarded a medal by the Emperor because they've just been so astute in, I guess, uh, you know, uh, progressing the Emperor's goal, the Empire's goals. You know, right? Um, and and she's the whole. She's the nemesis that. Um, that Cassian doesn't know exists, right? Cassian's whole song is that yeah. like they don't care. No one tries. They don't have to try. Like they just like plug you into the machine and like. But she's the one that actually does try. You know, try. Yeah, it's like they're not That's listening. The other thing, no one's there. Nobody's listening. Yeah. You know, but like, DJ Mira's actually listening. No, and it's it's just that funny thing. I keep reminding myself, like, because these 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 plot lines are told very separately. Right. That she's looking. I keep forgetting in some ways that she's looking for Cassian. I can't really explain why. I know that's her mission. But like, like with that, and I'm like, oh, you already have him. And that's the most frustrating thing is they have no idea they already have yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which is kind of fun. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. So yeah. It's like an Much added level of tension. The irony of the entire situation is that uh, he's actually in custody. Yeah. yeah. So my favorite line is also uh, Deidre Mira um, from that same thing. But. Um, I don't know. I it, it's I guess it's boring or lame, but I just thought it, it just hit right with me, and it was the very worst thing you can do right now is bore me, and I just uh, yeah, that's that, a great line. Yeah, one yeah. of the best interrogator lines of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Like that was so boring. Uh, guys, I'm giving, name, Denise... I, I might give two yeah. awards to this to my line, guys. Oh, of course. All right, two. I might. Hmm. I think the Tay Tay Coma scenes. Like mm-hmm. some of my favorite sort of scenes underrated yeah. episode when he's just yeah. sort of whispering about where what the dealings are with the money and that, that whole situation, where he, and she, when he's like, "Time is not unlimited." I was like, "I'm using that from now on for <laughs> the rest of my life. Time is not unlimited." A cer- like, and then she's like, "I need a loan." He's like, "A certain kind of loan. We need a Chandrillan banker with a treasury relationships and a book of business that's incomprehensibly huge." Like that whole that yeah. whole piece. Like I just I don't know the way he was. Yeah. Just, how he was acting, the performance, just digging into that whole this this banking yeah. thing to do. Um, that that stuff is awesome to me. I, Obviously, part I of don't, it is destroyed yeah. all the time. Do we also? We I don't no trust tricks. Tay. <laughs> you don't trust Tay, huh? I, I don't. Uh, this 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 episode gave me. He seemed to be like moving her in a direction that felt like a little. I don't know. Like I feel like he's setting her up. We'll see. Interesting. You'll see. He's also not a good guy in V for Vendetta, the actor. So that might be the other reason I don't trust him. That's probably it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, I have a couple honorable mentions too. Um, There, there was the echo from last episode. The uh, "We Take What's Left" by Val. I like Mm -hmm, enjoy mm -hmm. that. You know that she's like taking that lesson to heart. She's using it. Um, and then uh, you've been in my private box. Uh, which oh, is... that's yeah, that's the meme <laughs> of the episode for sure. I thank you for <laughs> for mentioning me. that. I forgot you've about been that. In right, my like, private box. I have ways of and 
I have ways, I have ways of knowing. knowing in my private. But, but there's, I don't know. Yeah, that was the Norman it's, Bates alarm went off. Right? That's, that's exactly what I was like, Norman Bates, Norman Bates, Norman Bates. Because, like, she doesn't also say anything. Her reaction to I have ways of knowing. Are you great. stooping on me, Bob? Yeah. yeah, but like, what's in his private box? And like, why isn't his mom talking about it? Like, I just, oh, nothing oh, good. Nothing so good. Much weird prawn. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. Uh, what's next? Uh, what's next? Uh, best drip, best outfit. I think best this is an easy one. Um, best drip is uh, Val. Um, Jenny, yeah, I, had like, Val I can well. wear that Val? tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, Val. yeah, Val's drip, yeah. like sand. Yeah, yeah she comes in looking money. It's actually she looks like Skywalker, yeah. but um, but oh, like yeah. really high end fashion Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like it's got like a gi with like the tight pants and the high boots and like all that. But um, Jenny's like, I'm pretty sure I've I've seen people wear that. They're really like, I could wear that tomorrow. <laughs> like. Yeah, it's always going to be the sugar. Any any shirt, uh, the sugar. Yeah, right? for me, it's Tay. Like it's again. Tay, always Tay. Yeah. I'm saying it's going to win. He's going to win two awards. Yeah. Tay is getting best drip because I would wear that all white sort of like kimono. Like I would wear yeah. that right now with the shoulder pads. Like, like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's a fantastic look. But I, I think I would be surprised if they are not selling a version of Val's outfit at Galaxy's Edge because they do have a higher end outfit shop in galaxy's edge where carly bought it wasn't like high don't worry it's not like thousands of dollars but you know like nicer yeah. like actual clothes you can wear that are that's not like cosplay that's like a, a takeoff of of ray's hood that yeah. carly just bought and wears at least like <laughs> once every couple of weeks just out in the world <laughs> like yeah uh -huh. really, so nice yeah, i won't be surprised uh, if they sell yeah. this i'm not gonna have any money left after i go to galaxy's edge <laughs> it's gonna be rough all you right see, um, you can see behind me <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, uh, did you? Did we all do best drip? Uh, let's move on to the next mm -hmm. one. Uh, chosen one or favorite character of the episode? Hmm. Favorite character of the episode or favorite new character? No, just favorite character. I mean, Kino, bro. I know, right? Like, I don't want to keep Kino saying as. Yeah. Um, uh, Kino is great. Uh, yeah. Deidre, not to, we just talked about a lot. Deidre is destroyed. Deidre, yeah. I'm gonna go with Seal, uh, Cyril, uh, Karn. Whoa! Uh, okay. In this episode, just uh, your that story, that character, that that yeah, he was, he was lit this episode. Like, yeah, because he achieved <laughs> yeah, he fire. achieved peak <laughs> creepiness. Like he yeah. did exactly what I thought and hoped this character would do would become just the uber creep that I know he is and we're starting to get that. So I appreciated the toughest the... look award too. Yeah. So, toughest look award. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Kind of both. Yeah. Chosen, chosen both for the same reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go. Uh, it's hard not to go. Keno yeah, Cause I've lauded him. I've lauded in. He's so, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. The shots. I'm just going to go. With, uh, you know, I think I think Vel is a fascinating character, and obviously we don't know about her in Rogue One, or is she, we know she doesn't make an appearance in Rebels or anything like that. Or so I'm just wondering, like Vel, Sar Vel might might have a huge story to play in uh, yeah. a role to play in uh, this this show. So I'm I'm excited about where Vel's going. I think that's my kind of character to watch. But also, where's yeah. Luke? Where's um, Clea, like what's going on there? That's those those two are some of my favorite characters as well. So, 
We'll see what happens. I love the Rebels. Uh, Mon Mothma is fantastic, but I mean, Perrin just is just such a weight on her. We got to get rid of Perrin. Yeah, <laughs> we got to let Mon Mothma spread her wings and fly yep. this, this ship because Perrin's got to go. Yeah, I mean, if uh, I was going to do like new character, I don't. It might be Beernock. I'm, I'm looking for his credit, but I, he has very few. But it's um, it's. I was really excited by him. It was uh, uh, Cassian's sort of brother in arms to try like working on the release plans. Oh, right. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Young black dude. Um, yep. Oh, yeah. That I love that moment where they're whispering and about the, the plan. Yeah, how they I love that the elevator. Has. It, was, it, it was a brief like glimmer of hope in a really dark, dark episode. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was. was like, but I was also I was getting like, these guys could escape. This is fantastic. They could. I was also getting really stressed because he's like, maybe we should go down. I'm like, don't go now. Don't do it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we can't forget Gorst. Right back up, though. It's not yeah, down Gorst. there for yeah. very long. Yeah. yeah. yeah Gorst yeah. is a great new character, too. Gorst? Yep. That's your favorite? That's your favorite new character? I would say new of this um, episode. Yeah. Again, not for any good reasons, but he's just, he's, he, that actor, uh, they deploy him uh, the best way you possibly I, deploy I whoever that actor is. Say, yeah. Joshua Gore, James. I want, that's Gore's not a real gotta name. go. Yeah. We gotta, yeah. He is, that's some of the best casting I think the show has done. It's like, he's just a terrifying sort of torture. Um, I gotta say, MedTech, guys. I think the MedTech oh, is yeah, my yeah, favorite yeah. New character of Steve. Oh, episode yeah. Good call. i loved his performance i loved that whole exchange and just it was classic it was classic sort of like doctor who's under duress like it was so good though. i don't know oh, it, was yeah. so fun. it was so good because he's clearly just like he's on another level than everyone else uh you know metaphorically and i guess literally too than everyone else in that prison and he's like his level of awareness is like a whole new tier of anxiety that you get to just bathe yourself in you know, if if we're gonna do a best scene, I think that was that was my favorite scene, it was with a med tech doctor receive. Yeah, 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 yeah. That whole scene. That's I I chose a shot from in there because I just thought it was so effective. Yeah, um, that's a great scene. Meme, meme of the episode. Is there a meme in here? Is there one emotion, one gesticulation, yeah. one facial expression that just wins it all as a sort of meme it's hard not to go with kino because <laughs> he has so <laughs> yeah, many yeah. there's a full-on like yeah yeah there's a full-on but there's like there's a whole like you could do three shots of just his face in the moment when they're lining up and they're passing the rumors about level two and cassian's just like you can't let them know that we know yeah yeah and he has to like fake that speech and you just see like you just see his face turn to this amazing like just you see his like just trying to convince everyone and not any belief at all in his face like yeah. utter desperation i mean we're, we're sure it's not you've been in my private box <laughs> i mean i yes you 100 percent. i yes. always have known nope. that move on shut it down that's 100 percent the winner from bell is amazing um i have wisdom. yeah i mean mine is is so vel says that line that's just like i guess all the good men have been taken um and then and then they they like they rack focus to mon mothma and mon mothma's look to her which is like mm -hmm. thank you for just like cutting my husband um that I, that would probably be my memeable mo moment where that's she's a good just, one i think part of gaz's let's go could be a f meme like i could see yeah. around 
Absolutely. Like, but he says, let's go to Young and uh, the other guy when they're just not getting up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep, just sitting such there, a, like not taking a hint. Yeah. Yeah. That was an interesting yeah, shot. Rich girl for a while could could also be a fun meme. Yeah. Like, they go around. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a fun one, too. <laughs> There's so many good ones, honestly. Like Part of Gas is a walking meme. Um, I feel True. Like... I, I, I don't know. Cyril has now become a walking meme. Like he's yeah. now serial killer. Like it's kind of. He's the serial killer. Cyril. Yes, he is the serial killer. Cyril the serial killer? <laughs> How many Cyril the they serial need to drop? eating serial killer? Yeah. <laughs> He's just killing cereal in like just, every scene. Just grabbing women by their arm. That's... Oh, she looks at his arm. I was like, oh, no, you don't. Not yeah, this boss. That was right upsetting here. to me. I was like, whoa, this character has crossed the line. I hate Cyril Karn. I just want him to get his. I just want him to get, you know, take it out at this point. That's what I, I want him to get crushed like a bug. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was like, how dare you? Like, what? I'm stalking her outside her work. Like, what? This is yeah. unacceptable yeah. on so many levels. Because mm-hmm. she's Dedra's such a boss. It's just like I just want to see how that character reacts and that. And she like you know she didn't have any like troops or any sort of backup there to sort of help her. But I still like feel like that character has means to sort of put him in his place at that point. And I don't know. She just sort of shrugs it off late in a later scene. She sort of like then has to deal with her really you know outgoing attendant heart here. And there's that disturbing Oedipal thing, though, where his mom treats him terribly in the episode uh, and then uh uh, terribly. And there's that sort of mirroring moment of, yeah, I know Adam is just validation (laughs) for Adam's Adam's whole uh, idea. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He is Norm Bates. He's a serial killer. He eats cereal every episode. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) (laughs) They're beating us over the head with it, really. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we brought up Oedipus, so you know what that means. It's the end of another great episode. Of <laughs> now it's a party. <laughs> yeah. We did it, guys. The force is with us. Uh, what a wild episode, and I'm glad to have the full squad here to enjoy it. Um, next Agreed. week, uh, put your money on it. Um, we're going to see a, a prison break. Can't wait to talk about that. Can't wait to witness that and then lose my mind on this podcast. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I'm weirdly dreading it. So many people are going to die. <laughs> I know, I know. We know two that aren't. That's true. That's true. We know two uh, make it out. That's a, that was a category I was going to add next time was uh, scheduled for termination. Who's, who's Deadpool. Oh, <laughs> I like well, to go. Yeah. Scheduled for termination. I don't know. You know, it's like, I hope Kino lives, honestly. I really do hope he makes it out. Yeah, and that's why he won't. I hope so too, but I, I agree. But I mean, like, I don't know. You, you have Andy Circus, and unless it's something where you just, because he's so scheduled, you can like him for like three episodes, fine. But otherwise, like, keep him around. Keep him around. You know what? Yeah. No, I think we'll he see. might open the door for them to get out and then sort of fall with the prison, on, honestly. Like, that always yeah, happens for the guy think, who's like leading so. everyone yeah. in the system. He's like, I'll die with the system I upheld for however short I, amount of time I upheld. I think he does. I think there's a little bit of paying for his, his quote unquote <laughs> yeah, sins. Exactly. Yeah. That, oh, that's yeah. like the truth. Yeah. I, I also thought it was going to be a, a sort of parallel, another sort of like um, forecasting to what's going to happen with. Uh, with Cassian, when Cassian ultimately gives his life for the rebellion, 
It's, yeah. That's gonna. It's like a mini version with uh, Kino, where he's like, Kino and Marva. He's, he's gonna. He's gonna sacrifice himself to save everybody, even though he only has two hundred and seventeen days left. You know. But as you learned today, so, yeah, he really doesn't. He has however many days as they want, which is what uh, Mel is it Melshi says, right? Like, yeah, they'll keep yeah. you as long as they want to. Melshi, yep. yeah, yeah, Melshi knows. Hoof. Um, okay. Yeah, wolf indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, hey, everyone. What an amazing show that's not at all depressing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but yeah. I had a great time watching some laughs. That was tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had some laughs, some stifled, stunted, tortured laughs. I mean, I'll be talking to my therapist tomorrow. So, <laughs> yeah, I got to load this one up too. Sure. <laughs> right, on, right on time. Um, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to us uh, this week. Please uh, give us a five star review if uh, you can uh, spine the time um, and uh, on whatever you're doing. Um, yeah. Thanks again. Let's let's go. Next week's going to be wild. So we'll talk to you then. May the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Coreworld News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you, always.